There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I went on a horse-drawn carriage ride. You shouldn't. Here's what happens. You think about it, you plan it, and then you sit down and you go, we shouldn't have done this. I don't know why. Why did we do this? I have this thought over and over again, which is, we have a car. I don't know why we're doing this. I keep thinking, we have a car. Clip-clop, we have a car. It's kind of cold and weird. I feel bad for the horse. Don't you feel bad for these horses? They haul strangers around Manhattan their whole life. Where do these horses live? You're a horse in Manhattan? Where do you live? In my head, he's got a fourth-floor stable walk-up in Chinatown, and he just got to clump up the stairs and kicks the door open and goes, I got to get out of this city. I don't know. I can't take it anymore. I'm going back to Kentucky. Why do we think this notion of the past is so romantic? We do that though, right? But like a hundred years from now, we're going to be going, hey, sweetie, you want to take a Ford Focus around the park? Should we do that? Isn't that, that's exactly what we're doing. If someone from 1800 came to our time and saw it, they'd be going, why are you doing that? We've been, we've been trying to get rid of those for a long time. Ryan Hamilton, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Finding a job that you love is tough. It's so tough. Yeah. I mean, really think about it. In your lifetime, how many people have you known who really, really, really loved what they did? Very few. Yeah. There aren't many. Very few. I think the statistic is like 70% of people are doing a job that they don't love. I mean, it's like crazy high. Yep. Um, I do know, I do know some people who do a job they love, but they struggle to make ends meet and that's very hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think what happens, you know, when we're young, we think about, okay, well, what am I good at and what can I make money doing? And a lot of times what we're good at and what we make money doing isn't what we love. (laughs) You know, it's not what, cause I, like I had a, I, I had a friend who super smart, law school, lawyer, brilliant lawyer, making tons of bank, miserable. Yeah. Hated it. Right. I I understand that. Yeah. Look, when you would think as a kid growing up with a unique opportunity to work at a student run radio station, which mm-hmm. was my passion. To be able to have that experience as a kid, uh, to be able to get, you know, the occasional summer job or whatever, that that, that just would have been an automatic, 
well, this is clearly what he's going to end up doing. Right. And then when all of a sudden, one day when I became an adult, I couldn't get arrested. Yeah. I couldn't get hired anywhere. It suddenly to enter the big leagues was a completely different story because prior to that, everybody thought it was a hoot that this kid had some talent. Yeah. He's got a bright future. We'll humor him. Right. But when I aged in. When I got real. When I got. Yeah. Yeah. then, Then suddenly they wouldn't give me the time of day. So it was very hard to break into the business despite all of that experience and despite that passion. And I did eventually. But in the meantime, all I was thinking was. Who will hire me? Yeah. In in any field. Yeah. And I didn't really know what I could do outside of this. Outside of this. I so I would take on these you know managerial jobs. I started out in the movie theater as you know, taking tickets and schlepping popcorn and cleaning movie theaters and eventually learn to run the projector and Mm-hmm. And you were Got good at it. Hired on it. You were is, good at it. It was the closest thing <laughs> to audio. It was it was audiovisual. Uh-huh. I mean, AV. who knows? You know, if you would have stuck with it, you might have been in charge of like a, a whole regional <laughs> AMC chain. Who knows? You could. You I thought ended about up, it. You would have ended up at. You probably would have ended up at one of the smaller niche kind of theaters that has the really good popcorn. I would have loved it. Yeah, <laughs> you could have owned your own you theater chain. Right. I really did enjoy it. Like mm-hmm. it, it wasn't radio. I don't know that I enjoyed it. As, I, I didn't, you didn't have a passion no, for it. No, but but you made the best of it. And when I left work, I left work. Like I left it at you work. Were done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's not really the case with this position. Always on. Always. Always paying attention. The job site Zipia Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tom posted a list of five jobs that pay well. They pay well, they offer a great work-life balance, and they seem to rank high in employee satisfaction. Okay. Human resource managers. How can that even be on the... That I just can't even imagine. (laughs) There are so many pieces and parts of that job that would just be mortifying for me. One, it's like nine to five. But having to be in the room when people are getting fired, having to have the difficult conversations. I had a family member that was an HR director and would come home with stories about had to have a meeting with an employee because other employees were complaining that she smelled bad. I wouldn't. And so I wouldn't mind having those conversations. I would be 
I don't know how I would keep up with all of the ever-changing policies that I would have to know the rules Uh on in order to have those difficult conversations the correct way. So, you know, because your HR person is the person that knows how to not get in trouble. Right, because she had to say, you know, do you use soap when you shower? Oh, I mean, these were, it got to the point where you're asking those kinds of Questions of someone, and I would be so uncomfortable. What about the medical benefits part of it? Oh, because that goes through HR too. Yeah, you got to be really careful. Paperwork. No, how much are they making? They're doing well. They make uh, the average salary nationwide. I know it's different depending on what you know, where you work, and who you work for. Some make more, some make less. But the average salary nationwide for a human resource manager is one hundred fifteen thousand dollars a no year. No way! Yeah. I know we so have the manager. So, like maybe a company, let's say like MedPace, who has the HR manager, and then they probably have the six HR people wow. underneath. You know, no I, way. I feel like we have a lot of HR people that listen to the show, and I'm just like really it, curious. What do you love about? What is it you love about the job? And I think you have to have a degree, do you not, in order to be the HR manager? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, sure. You, you can't sort just of. get a job. You can't, like, train on the job and just get that post, can you? Don't you have to? I think and what kind of degree do you need? Able to. Is it a business degree to get you into human resources? We should call Nicole. I would like to know. <laughs> <laughs> we should call our HR director and ask her what how she got there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everything from the way she words the emails is just so professional. Yeah. Well, and, and I know it's been horrible for her this past year because of all of the COVID protocols. Right. Like when something changes and then you had to have like so many information sheets throughout the building and mm-hmm. you had to have stuff posted about mm-hmm. mask and not mask and then following the rules of exposure. Like if you were around someone that had it, it was a she lot to had keep to do with. all the days mm-hmm. and stuff. It's mm-hmm. a very detail oriented job. That's for sure. Paperwork. A lot of that too. Yeah, and the dumb questions she has to answer. I throw so many dumb questions at how her. How many vacation days yes. do I have left? That's me. I don't know how to log into the thing. I'm that guy. <laughs> I am too. That's funny. Yeah, she gets a lot of that. Oh, that is She's funny. And bless her heart. But yes, I wonder if she goes home at night, though, and says to her husband, man, I work with a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I, you know what? I wouldn't blame her if she did. I wouldn't either. <laughs> and they all work in studio. What, what, what studio number is this? Whatever one this one is. I pulled Six. it up and Six. it says that you can get a degree in human resources. Oh, wow. Labor relations, organizational development. There you go. I know someone that has that one. Industrial psychology and or business administration. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, here's another job. On the list of five jobs that pay well and offer a great work-life balance, engineers. Scott's an engineer, right? Yeah, my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Engineers look at the world differently. Their brains think differently than, like, Do let's they say, the four ever. of us. Let me tell you that. One of the <laughs> first things. It's just no. different. I, well, I feel different. like one of the first things that, that when they're looking at something, say, you know, a house or anything, they immediately see what's wrong with it. Uh, what needs fixed or well, what could be made what better. What they do is they look at it first and they immediately start trying to figure out if it was built correctly or how it was put together, no matter what it is. If it's mm-hmm. a proposal, if it's a stapler, if it's a marker, mm-hmm. they are very much problem-solving, hands-on people. Yeah. Living with one, I can tell you that. That was my dad. Yeah. He's an engineer. And yeah. there are many studies that show engineers are among the happiest people in the world. 
And their salary ain't bad either, you know, depending on the type of engineer they are and where they work. The average salary of an engineer is $90,000 a year. I always wonder, though, like like my boyfriend is an engineer and I can see he gets his most stressful parts of his job, in my opinion, are all of the problems, all of the challenges, because he is definitely the fix it person. But I also wonder if that's where the happiness comes in by seeing a problem Solving it or fixing it. Yeah. Feeling like he's accomplished accomplished something that was an actual challenge as opposed to just handling dumb fires. And, yeah. the, and the results are tangible. I mean, you can actually you can see, see the result yeah. of your work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, physical therapists. Now, mm. that's another job that's in high demand. They make around $90,000 a year and they're doing something that helps heal people, which is very rewarding in and of itself. Construction managers. What's interesting about construction managers is they they rank high in overall happiness. So maybe spending all that time outside helps. They make an average of $95,000 a year. Their results are tangible, too. Their results like are tangible. building things and being in charge of the building of it. Yep. Now, here is one that Jen will have a hard time understanding. Yeah. Because I don't think you would like this job. Uh, so far, there's nothing on the list that I would enjoy. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so far, I don't like any of these. Keep going. <laughs> what else you got? A finance manager. Oh. Finance manager. Paperwork and numbers and no. You can't even manage your own finances. I don't even balance my own checkbook. <laughs> doing somebody else's. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because you're great at math. Yeah, but the money just I would flies out. Be, There's just too many things. To I think that'd be now. second nature to you. <laughs> Why do I need to when I can pull it all up online? Well, it's interesting because, you know, when you talk about finance managers, yeah, it is a stressful job, but they still report high levels of positivity, and they have the highest salary on the list, averaging $130,000 a year. That's Dang. good money. Did you ever balance your checkbook? Was that is yeah. that just a more recent development? I would try for a bit. I would think, oh, this will be fun. I could do this. Do people even know what that means, balancing your checkbook? My, like, I know I, mean, I, I know do. I know what it but means, like, but I know I don't do it. Like, new, like, people that, do they do that You don't do it still? either? Like, do, ba- when you, balance? No, like, when you go to a bank yeah. and open an account, do they, like, sign you up for a like checkbook yeah you oh, get yeah, checks yeah. and you get yeah there are still vendors that will only take checks still really oh. i thought that was such a pet thing of the past you got to remember like, old people too well i'm saying you new know. that's what i'm saying like now if you went like if i went and set up a bank account for my daughter they would say here are your checks yeah the first question even when i when i set up the estate account for my mother mm-hmm. the first thing they asked is is it okay if we start the checks at 1000 so there you go. Yeah. And also, too, I'm dealing with a homeowner association in Florida that requires checks, like mm-hmm. deposits. First time, like when you buy a place, you know, for the first time, you got to like pay a certain fee to become part of the homeowner association. Yeah. They only take checks. Won't do it electronically. Is that just for records or something you think? That's weird to me. Uh, it's just how they process it, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Thank God I had a checkbook. <laughs> I know. I feel like, honestly, and I know this sounds probably really old. I don't. I have no idea where my checkbook is. Like, I moved three years ago. It's probably in a box in the base. I have no idea. I probably use mine at least once a week. 
Dude, mm. I don't yeah. even know the last time I wrote one. I know the last time. To pay an HVAC guy that only takes cash or check. Really? Yeah, the, same with like the like landscapers at and... my mom's house down in Florida only take checks. Mm. I don't mm. know. I I remember the last time I was annoyed when someone wrote one in front of me at the supermarket. I'm like, really? If, you're a, if you work with small business owners, the fees that they have to pay banks in order to use yeah. a debit or yeah. credit card are so know, high. Are it's so nuts. And if, if you know, well, I just feel like I guess with Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, fee yeah. people just do that. I don't know. Venmo's becoming more. I, I'm seeing that more with more small more businesses. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what else here? They also did like a list of entry level jobs that entry level jobs that make people happy, and those included teaching assistants, teaching assistants, mm-hmm. marketing specialists, athletic trainers, and nurses. There you go. There you go, guys. Eight twenty two. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one oh two. Hi Lisa, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So if you win the one thousand dollars today, will you take a check? <laughs> I'll take whatever you got. I'll take that. Okay. Venmo, whatever you got. You're good yeah. with Venmo? Yeah, because if we have another winner this quick, it probably will be coming off of Jeff's credit card. <laughs> and by the way, I have to say, I was at the Fifth Third Bank in Blue Ash on Kenwood Road the other day. And, you know, those who say, like, everything is done electronically and we don't need human interaction anymore, there was a line in that bank of yeah. people. Who Wanting had human stuff, interaction. Who wanted human interaction. They had them in the drive-thru yeah. and they had them inside. There were probably five or six people in line. They had at least two great. tellers that were working, doing a great job. One person working the drive-thru mm-hmm. in addition to managers who were meeting people. And I yeah. thought, you know, there's something kind of neat and refreshing about this, you know, that there's human interaction going on. Here. Yes, it's happening. Yeah. I like that. We were all avoiding each other like the plague. Like, dude, you got the corona? <laughs> but it yeah, was happening. I, I, I miss my small little trip to my small little bank. You know, they're the type that knows you by name. They, yes. You know, I, was, I was impressed by how many of the people, the tellers knew their name. Like, they were calling them by their name. So they're yeah. obviously regulars who go to that branch. What was the uh, what What was the median age? All ages. Yeah. Yeah. There were young guys. There were a couple young guys. There was a, an older lady who was behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two middle aged women that were side by side that were in line. I think they were doing a bank drop for a business. Nice. There are all kinds of transactions. Wow. Very exciting. Well, let's get you a big old transaction for a thousand dollars. You know the rules here, right? I do. I've listened. Never played. Okay. Well, then you tell me what the rules are. Okay. Um, so you can't um, repeat an answer. Yeah. Right. Um, so let me ask you this, though. So if you have a city and a um, and a, a ball team or whatever, um, sports team, I mean, we've got Cincinnati as a city and Cincinnati Reds. Does it matter that Cincinnati's been repeated twice in that instance? Um, no, you would be okay with that because those are two completely okay. different answers. One's a city and one's a ball team. So you would be all right there. Even though the word is the same. Right. Even though the word is included in both, yes. Look at that. that. Would be I learned something new answer. every day. Oh, we've had that come up before. Yeah. Yeah, I've always wondered that because I hear people, you know, say something and it's like, oh, does that count or not? Does that count? Um, right, right. I'm, yep, I've got 30 seconds and um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. There is uh, one pass, other pass thing. Quickly. Yeah, pass as quickly as you can. That's a good strategy. That only helps you because you can yep. always come back to it. Yep. All right, so I just opened up your envelope. You have the letter P, as in Penelope, Ooh, today. Yay. We've had some good ones with P. Yes. Plymouth Rock. Mm-hmm. Petunia. Pendleton. 
Pendleton. Uh-huh. Pickles. Yep. Pansies. Yep. Peonies. There you go. I up with a lot of flowers today. That's good. That's really good. Feel free to use any of those or not. <laughs> All right. Put the 30 right. seconds on the clock over here. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you can we, do this. We won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Yep. Here we go right. with the letter P. Name something you spend too much money on. Oh, perfume. Something hot. Um, pan. A side dish. Um, penne pasta. A flower. Peonies. Something yellow. Um, maybe a pansy. A city. Um, Pendleton. Something outside. Um, petunias. A candy. Ooh, pass. A store. Um, pass. Something round. Uh, penis. A candy. <laughs> I was, I was thinking pumpkin, but you can go with that. <laughs> I want to give you the money just for saying penis. <laughs> I can't, but I would love to. Wow, that's a great answer. Oh, my goodness. You had, you, doing so you had great. a candy, yeah. peanut butter, any cup, M&M's, yep. peanut butter cup. Yeah. I'm looking a, at a can of peanuts right in front of me. It's like, darn it. Yeah. What about right. a store? I said pennies, pennies. but oh, I didn't know pennies. if you would take pennies, like J.C. Pennies. pennies. Yeah, because it was commonly referred to as, as pennies, pennies, so I almost feel that. I, I was I thinking that in yes. my head, but I didn't know if that would be acceptable considering oh. it's not the technical you know, name. Piercing, piercing Pagoda. That yeah. Great. Oh, that pies are us. Darn it. That was well, so that good, was though. You did really great. You did great. great. Play again. Play again. All right. Thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you, too. Take it easy. All right. right. It's 830. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Going to be hot out today. Sunshine. High of 83. Right now, 62. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Here's Denise Johnson now with your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.